You're listening to the Mike Signorelli Podcast. Hey, there we are. Back in the car on the way back to the city. This is Mike Signorelli. I guess I want to say your podcast host for today. I got two messages yesterday from people talking about how much this podcast has helped them. And then I realized I haven't posted a new episode in a couple weeks. And then now I'm driving, I'm not caught in traffic, but I was like, I've got my microphone on me and it's time to drop another episode. Here's the thing though, um, I'm on E, my car is on E and my phone is on 6%. So we're gonna see how long I can do this one for, but I wanted to send you a message of encouragement because I feel like the theme today is endurance. We talked about how to have fun and that secret ingredient of fun, and I got a lot of messages from that, which is very cool. Uh, But today we're gonna be talking about endurance because I think endurance is another, another one of those ingredients in leadership. And yeah, leaders talk about it and they romanticize it and they try to make endurance sexy. Uh, but endurance is not sexy. Matter of fact, I was working with this analogy the other day. Uh, let me tell you the difference. So when you're preaching, I'm, I, if I was doing this as a title, it, it would be called Married Sex. Yes, I'm going there. Turn, turn the volume down. Put your earbuds in if you're around children's, okay? Uh, but I, I would entitle this talk on endurance, Married Sex. And for those of you who are like, I can't believe he just went there, let me explain, let me explain. I've been married now for over a decade, and I think I'm qualified now to talk about married sex. But I'm actually, I'm talking about endurance. What I mean by that is, um, how do you keep on keeping on? You know, this has been, for a lot of people, especially in V1 Church, a very difficult year, a challenging year, a year where and they got sifted where relationships ended where jobs seriously like uh, fired people and it was just it's been nuts i've been watching you know people getting kicked out by their landlord and all that other stuff so it's been a tough year so when you talk about endurance i think that uh this is a necessary thing we're coming into the summer and typically summer should be like easier you know at least here in the northeast where man we're not getting hit by nor'easters and snow and all that but a lot of times you can have what's called soldier syndrome and soldier syndrome is when you fight the hardest when it's the hardest to fight but then as it's so, sort of like as the war begins to end and you get your first sigh of relief, you completely fall apart. Soldier syndrome is a very common phenomenon for people that they thrive under pressure, but when they come out from underneath that pressure, they stop to thrive. They stop thriving. And you may be one of those people where it's like, things were so hard this year and you didn't feel like you could keep up and then finally summer comes and you know you get another job and you've smoothed things out in your marriage and your relationship, but then all of a sudden now you, now you fall apart. So I feel like endurance has gotta be a topic for today. So if you're tracking with me, whether you're taking notes or you're just listening on your drive with me right now, um, I guess rule number one is becoming self-aware is one of the key elements to endurance. So number one is become self-aware. 
become self-aware. What does that mean? I mean, you've, I actually had a psychiatrist tell me I had soldier syndrome and talked about, you know, what that meant and what the implications were for me. And I'm, you know, actually this is many years ago, probably about 15 plus years ago, they had offered a free mental health for students at Indiana University. So I was like, you know what? I, I, they offered a gym for free. That's for your body. I'm going to go check out something for my mind. So I, I went and uh, I, I only did the two sessions they have, but it was like in the second session where he said, hey, I know exactly what your problem is. You've got soldier syndrome. Like you held everything together for your family that you raised on well, you know, that basically was on welfare and you helped raise them. And then all of a sudden you got this job at the water department and financially supported them for two years. And now you're in Bloomington, Indiana, and things should be easier than they were because you don't have crackhead you know, alcoholic stepdads bringing you down and selling your car without your permission and all that. This all happened, by the way. Uh, so things should be easier, and yet you're falling apart now because you've got you've got that soldier syndrome. So I had to become self-aware, and it was just when he diagnosed that that I was actually to say, oh. So now I can do something about it because I know it exists. So maybe I'm that person for you right now who's saying you may have soldier syndrome. You may be at your best when life is at its worst. And then now as things are starting to transition and you're coming to the other side of it, you're finding that you're falling apart. And you know what it is? It's almost like I'm going to give myself a vacation, but I'm going to take that vacation way too far. And for me, that was alcohol. Um, even sometimes people even do it in work. You know, they find their escape through work. You know, it's so like, oh, I finally got this job. I'm going to go crazy and whatever it is. So step one uh, for endurance is become self-aware. Like know what mile marker you start gassing out and you'll be able to see a pattern in your life. Oh, I, I've been here before. This is the last time that I you know, went off the rails. This is the last time that I cheated. This is the last time that I went back to my porn addiction. This is the last time I drank too much. You'll start to see the pattern emerge and you'll say, oh, every time I get to mile marker 15, that's when it happens. And being self-aware is, is the first step. And then the second step is push, push. I mean, endurance is just having a push. So <laughs> just to bring the analogy full circle, I am a lead pastor, okay? But, but, but the title of today's little talk that we're having together while I'm on the, uh, I think I'm on the Northern State. I think I'm, I think I'm, I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm driving, I'm headed back to, to Queens. But the title is Married Sex. So let me just tell you, here's the whole essence of the analogy. You know, there's one night stands, then there's married sex. So I counsel a lot of people and you're like, what does this have to do with, with me and endurance and pushing through to, to the next level and, 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 and not giving up? Well, let me just tell you, um, I was in Indiana University, Bloomington, and I was in a class, uh, human sexuality was like an upper level class. And they said that at that particular point, all their data showed that some of the most sexually satisfied people on the planet were long-term monogamous opposite sex couples. So like a man and a woman being married for a long time and being exclusive. That was, those people were, were had high level of uh, sexual satisfaction that they were reporting. Now. 
that boggled my mind at the time because I was single in my early 20s. How could this be the case? There are no movies that exist about this. Every movie that's popularized in, you know, uh, you know, in pop culture, every movie is, you know, about one night stands and this hot, fiery thing that takes off, and it's new. We celebrate the new. We celebrate the new. We celebrate the now. And I think in a culture that celebrates the new and celebrates the now, endurance is a very difficult concept for us to grasp, a very difficult concept. So what you have to do is deprogram an entire societal cultural programming that told you that the new and the now is more important than the, the thing that comes by virtue of endurance. And so let me, so married sex. You know, I think initially it could be great. I don't know. I don't know what your experience is. But then two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years later, there gets a, a point where you're like, where there's a there's like a split in the road. And that split in the road is this is the same old, same old, and it's just not doing it for me anymore. And I'm going to go somewhere else or I'm going to start. And I, this is where I start to see a lot of patterns of infidelity emerge at that, that mile marker. Now this, now this has way bigger implications. So if you think I'm just talking about, you know, sex, you're not getting it. Okay. Um, (laughs) there's, this has to do with endurance. So at this, this, this can, there's this like split in the road. The alternative is either a, you know, it's not, it's the same old, same old, it's not doing anything or B no, we're about to blow each other's mind. I'm going to learn this woman. She's going to learn me in a way that nobody else in the world could. You might be sexier. You might be more attractive, um, but you can't do for them what I can do for them because I know them. And there's a level of intimacy to say, I know them in a way that they, that that you don't know them. And therefore, we're like two pieces of a puzzle fitting perfectly together and we rock each other's world. So what happens is I think that when I was in that sexuality class, there were couples that were reporting high levels of sexual satisfaction because endurance had given its reward. The reward of endurance was sexual satisfaction. Like we didn't give up on this relationship. We didn't give up on our sex life. We didn't give up on our intimacy. We didn't give up on our communication. And so the reward of not giving up is satisfaction. And that's, that's basically the, the, for you, this is what I need you to understand, that the reward of not giving up is satisfaction. Like you are going to learn things about yourself on the 16th mile that you would have never learned because you keep quitting on the 15th mile. And you know, everyone in the, and our culture is so self-obsessed. I want to know what I'm really here for. What's my purpose? Who am I? I don't know who I am. Well, you haven't endured long enough in certain aspects of your life to actually discover who you are. I mean, that's that's the real deal truth. Like, think about this. Almost every single movie that's ever been successful has been a movie of self-discovery that's happened over a journey. Like Rocky Balboa doesn't know he's a champion. He thinks he's a chump. Are you a champion or a chump, right? That's how you'd preach it if you were alliterating. And all of a sudden, he's got to go on a journey of like racing chickens around the neighborhood of Philadelphia. He's got to go through a journey of lifting heavy rocks and lifting up, you know, these these huge tree trunks to fight the Russian. And then on the other side of that journey is self-discovery. Wizard of Oz, the same 
thing. Lord of the Rings, the same thing. Do you feel me? So for you, it's endurance. Like if they made a movie of your life, you would quit at like 25 minutes in the movie. You'd be like, yeah, to heck with this. (laughs) You would chase a chicken and be like, bump that. I'm going to McDonald's for some, uh, for some chicken nuggets. I, I'm not doing this crap anymore. Or you would, or you would use, (laughs) you would be mad at Mick for making you wake up too early. And you'd be like, you know, he's the reason why I was a failure because Mick was a crappy coach. (laughs) Oh man, I'm having a good time in my Kia Sportage on the highway right now. But you, you would be angry and you would probably blame Mick for not being a good enough coach. But you've got to learn endurance. Endurance is how you get the, the satisfaction that you're seeking. That's how you get your identity unraveled. And the only way you're going to know it is to endure it. The only way you're going to know it is under, endure it. This is good. This is some good stuff. This is free. Let me see how many minutes I'm at right now. We're 12 minutes in and you just got your mind blown. You should share this podcast episode with somebody. You should actually help me get some reviews on on iTunes. I don't know if you're listening via SoundCloud. That's cool too. Reshare me. Let's get this thing going. Well, listen, I'm going to close this thing out because I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, But if you're struggling with soldier syndrome, if you're struggling to endure, if you don't know who you are, what your purpose is, I'm telling you, it's going to start by being self-aware. What mile marker do you give up on every single time? When do you fall apart every single time? What's the story of your life? What are you writing? Sometimes, and this is kind of how I'll close it out, sometimes I actually ask myself, what, and this is how I, I determine how I act in a given situation. What's the story that's going to be told about my life? That's the thing that I want to do. And instead of acting like I'm in the present looking future into the future, I actually pretend that I'm in the future looking back at that present moment. I want to leave you with that. I want you to imagine right now that you're a grandfather, a grandmother. I want you to even think about great-grandkids you know, down the line. And they're hearing the story about you. They're hearing the story about your life, about how you lived your life, about, about the, the purpose and the cause that you took up. And I want you to think to yourself, like, what am I doing with that? Um, and, and how am I living my life now in such a way that is inspiring them? And, and when you can do it for someone beyond you, beyond yourself, that might be the very thing that breaks you loose to the other side. Or when you can say, man, I, I don't want any regrets. Well, the only way to not have regrets is to stand in your imagined future and look at the present moment and said, what, what do I wish I would have done? You know, I'm in the very beginnings of that in my, in my own life in the sense that, you know, I saw the dot-com uh, thing explode, Silicon Valley. You know, I saw the rise of Apple. I saw enough now to know. I, I mean, I was literally, I think Zuckerberg's a couple, a year or two older than me. I remember when uh, Facebook was actually released to just uh, the college campuses. And I was in a Big Ten university. I was at IU when it was released. And I remember, you know, that being like kind of a big deal. Wow, I could stalk this girl that I met in my English class without ever having to like follow her around in public. Um, <laughs> and it was, but now it's like this, this multi-billion dollar 
organization and it's global and I'm watching him duke it out with Senate and I'm like, man, in, in just a third of my lifetime, I've watched people change the entire world. And I've thought to myself, you know, even recently, I wish I could go back and mentor myself. I, I wish I could tell myself to be bolder. And I was bold. I, I stood on the cafeteria table at, at Morton High School before preaching at a Bible club and told everyone to come on in. And, you know, I, I was bold, but I wish I was bolder. You know, I mean, I made wise decisions. I made a great decision when I married Julie. Um, I hope she feels the same way about me. But I, but, and I, I made many wise decisions, but I wish I would have been wiser. I wish I would have been better. And, and I guess that's the thing that drives me today. But, and, and the only way that I can truly be a time traveler now is to speak into your life and to, to save you some time. So closing it out right now, married sex is you got two options. You can give up and you can go for the new and go for the now, which is uh, the world system or you can enter into this transcendent, esoteric, spiritual ocean, this thing that calls, calls you deeper still, and you can continue to learn the ways of the ancients, the ones that never gave up, the ones that endured, the ones that continued on, and, and maybe your life can be married sex instead of that one night stand that leaves you unfulfilled when it's over. Share this with a friend. This is hot off the press. Love you guys. Mike Signorelli podcast. I'm coming up on the Jackie Robinson headed into Queens now. I'm Thanks out. again for joining us for the Mike Signorelli podcast. If you enjoy learning from Mike on this podcast, you can help get the word out by subscribing, rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it on social media with your friends. Until next time, thanks for joining us for the Mike Signorelli Podcast.